Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Wrestling Fans Insight episode number 49. I'm Will. We today will not have John, unfortunately. He's going through some ailments. And the co-host joining me, Carlos. How was your week? It was good, man. It was. It was. It was an okay week of wrestling, in my opinion. I think. I think. I thought WWE kind of lacked. I thought AEW was good. Personally, doing really good. Hit the gym six days this week, so I'm feeling kind of accomplished this week. So it's been a good week. All right, cool. Uh, Heather, welcome back. How are you doing this week? Uh, I'm surviving. <laughs> no, I'm doing okay. I didn't like. I didn't really get to pay attention to much of the shows this week because of you know my personal issues that got going on but i just thought i'd come hang out with y'all for a little bit since i ain't been on here much you know just grace y'all with my presence <laughs> well we're happy to have you back <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right so without further ado let's get into the wwe results for this week starting off with raw Sami Zayn defeats baron corbin dolph ziggler gets defeated by mustafa ali Oscar uh, defeats Nikki Cross. Seth freaking Rollins defeats The Miz. Bronson Reed defeats Chad Gable. And in a United States Championship match, Austin Theory defeats Edge. As far as NXT, Ilya Dragunov defeats Trick Williams. The Dyad defeats Chase University. JC Jane defeats Indy Hartwell in a DQ. Gallus defeats Malik and Idris for the Tag Team Championship. D'Angelo defeats Von Wagner. Albafire defeats Ivy Nile. And Braun Breaker defeats Jinder Mahal. SmackDown. Imperium defeated Monsters and Mad Cat Moss. Kofi Kingston defeats LA Knight. Shayna Baszler defeats Natalia. And Karrion Cross defeats Rey Mysterio Jr. Carlos. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your thoughts about this week? Okay, so so I want to start. I'm going to start with in order too, because um, let me just start with this. So by the time I watch Raw and by the time I finish SmackDown, like my opinion had changed on on the bloodline thing. But like going into Raw, I felt like the opening segment was good. But the the thing was is like I was I wasn't feeling the slow burn at that time of Sammy and Owens reuniting. But you know, as like I said, willing to let it play out, and that was my honest notes at the time I was watching Raw. The one thing I thought Raw could was missing was the bloodline, especially coming off of a, a premium live event, and you know coming, and especially you know like coming out of um, you know it's a road to WrestleMania and not really having Roman on the on either show was I thought was just a bad call, and again I get that he's on a limited 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 uh, appearances, but I mean you should have him on every week going up to WrestleMania, and then they should and again the, the show and again if you're not gonna if you're not gonna if you're not gonna have Sammy and and KO re- reunite automatically, then there should have been a tag team title match on Raw, you know, with you know with someone else like let's say Gallows and Anderson, or you know, or even like you know the Street Profits, or even you know Alpha Cat. Someone's tr- someone's trying to punch their ticket to WrestleMania because that's one thing you keep hearing when they're talking about the women is the road to WrestleMania. So for me, it'd be cool to see like okay, hey, we're gonna have a tag team title match because this you know this team's trying to secure their road to WrestleMania. So then that's just one thing I feel like that was missing as well. I really enjoyed the Corbin and Sammy match. I thought it was the best best Baron Corbin match in a long time. The Rian Dom interview was really good. I felt like this week's Cody and ha- and Heyman thing was a miss. Again, for me, like I mean, no offense, but Paul Heyman's kind of gross. <laughs> and like 
And I just, you know, like, I just, and I, it's like keeping Brandy. I just thought the whole, the, to me, the whole segment just fell flat. And I guess, you know, reading some of the, you know, wrestling sites, they're, they're just trying to keep popping out there quickly because they don't want the crowd to turn on Cody. But I think, you know, you got to trust the fans sometimes to just let things play out. And again, I just thought it was a really bad, really bad segment. You know, I enjoyed the almost a Lesnar. Again, I, I just laughed when I heard that announcement. And it just goes to show that Vince does has, have his hands in creative. I don't know, maybe, and then, but maybe also Triple H just throwing this going at Vince to keep him happy. I don't know. The Dean on Hollow Samuel was really good. I feel like that really lets Bailey shine, you know, with her heel character. And her, she just comes off as a sarcastic bitch, and it's really good for her. And I just wish they let her do that more because I think it helps her, helps her kind of get over and really fans realize how good she was before she went off on injury. And then let's see. And the main event, that was great for Theory, but again, it was just, I just, I wasn't. I guess I should have felt it more. And again, for me, like not having the bullet on Raw really kind of just took me out of the momentum of it. Right next to the Trick Williams and Eli Dragunov match was a really great match. That was definitely Trick's best match that he's had. And again, it just really showed me what he can do. Because for someone who doesn't wrestle regularly on NXT, he, he brought it to he man. When he was given the opportunity, he, he took the brass ring. And so it was really, really good. The Tyler Bate promo felt really bad. It was really bad to me. It felt flat. And I just not get into what he's trying to do and you know he felt like he was just he was just trying to remember the words and it just, just felt like the, the promo had no heart to it and then for me like i think a problem for like i just like when schism came out like i honestly forgot they were even in a in, in nxt and i think that's just something maybe they need to work on better is just making sure that stars like like them like joe gacy and tony d'angelo who who were really shining at one point for them aren't getting lost in the shuffle and aren't losing their momentum when they're trying to bring in all these other people as well um, hopefully they do a better job of that. And again, for me, like, I just, again, I'm going to do what I said last week. I just would like to see some call-ups because I feel like it just feels like stars like Indy Hartwell and Von Wagner feel like they're in wrestling purgatory. And I would like to see them get called up and kind of just get more of a chance, um, and get, get a chance to shine. The main event fell flat for me. It didn't have the energy that it should have had. But again, when you're facing a former WWE champion, I just don't feel like Von brought it. And I really just feel like kind of like the whole match fell flat. Um, for SmackDown, a good opening match. But again, for me, like I'm, I'm really tired of seeing Ricochet and Braun lose. And I, I'm kind of curious, you know, for what they've done for the SmackDown brand, they both really deserve to have a good match at WrestleMania. So I'm kind of curious on what the road to WrestleMania is going to be. For the Dom and Ray stuff, I, I, again, like I thought Dominic was a really good star this week. The one thing about Dom and Ray is I honestly wouldn't mind if, if they were to hold off for a year for this match because I, I, for me. Like, I want when Dominic fights Ray, I want him to take his career and take his mask. And that's just my own personal thing. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Santos and Ray versus Dominic and, and, um, what's, I can't think of his other name. The other guy in Judgment Day, Damian uh, Priest. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that match. LA Knight and Kofi was a great match, but it was just kind of like, what's the point of this? I don't really think Kofi's going to be getting a singles match at WrestleMania. So I didn't really like the fact that he beat LA Knight. And then I get that. I think it was really smart of them to have Dominic out there with Charlotte Flair. I thought that was a smart segment because Dominic's going to get the heat instead of, you know, the, the crowd turning on Charlotte because the crowd wants to cheer for Rhea. So I just thought it was really smart of them to put Dominic out there because he gets the heat. Natalia and Shayna was, well, my favorite part was was when she said that she's going to, um, Rhonda says, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna get you next week's Skittles and you're going to taste the rainbow. I thought that was a really funny promo. The Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse thing, again, I'm not going to shit on it because it's, I know people that love it. That's just not my cup of tea. I didn't like it at all. And it just was like, oh, so the secret's that Bray Wyatt does acid. Okay, sweet. You know, it's just kind of like, it was weird to me. I just didn't like it at all. 
the ring cross. I love the ending of the match. I love Scarlett went over the top rope into the ring. I thought it was a sweet. I thought it was a sweet spot. And then I love Dom catching his brother, his dad getting involved again. It's just like you can just tell the crowd wants it, ready to do it. And I love how. And I also love how Cross hooked Ray's arm when putting in the sleeper again. It's just those little things that make it even that much better. I thought that promo between Jimmy and Sammy was excellent. Jimmy stepped up this week and it and it and he knocked it out of the park. I wanted, you know, like I said, I was ready to see KL and Sammy together, but then after that, you know, I I like I'm glad that they're holding off because it's just really good drama that we're getting to see play out on television. And it's been a long time since we had a really good storyline like this in wrestling. So why not enjoy and let it play out? All right. Thank you, Carlos. Uh, Heather, do you have anything to add? You know, I don't don't really have a whole lot because, you know, I did watch the shows, but I wasn't really able to take any notes or anything, you know, because, you know, like I said, dealing with other stuff. But, you know, I'm loving, like, you know, here we go. Y'all get ready. I'm loving the whole bloodline breaking down. I'm like, I'm just like so excited for it. And like the whole thing with Sammy and Jimmy in the ring and um, then Jay just standing in the audience, you know, not not really making a choice, just standing there watching them. You know, I really thought that was excellent right there. And just like, I mean, really, that's all I got to say right now because I'm just dealing with so much. But yeah, I'm just enjoying the breakdown of the bloodline. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Heather. <laughs> so I guess I'll, I'll say my little bit about it. I really didn't have much that differed from what Carlos had to say about this week. To me, this week was kind of just extremely subtle for WWE. And really, as Carlos mentioned, it should be the start of the big buildup. So we should be seeing more content. As far as the matches go, uh, there were only a few that really stood out to me. I actually really thought that The Miz versus Rollins was an excellent, excellent match for both of them. Theory versus Edge, I thought that that was a killer match as well. The the one thing I'll say that, once again, along with what Carlos had to say, how is Vince's hand not, not in the dinner plate on this one? Some of the things we're seeing are just bringing back the memories of the kind of crap you used to pull. NXT, Trick Williams definitely held it down. Ilya Dragunov always, always doing great. I'm really kind of over the whole... The whole entire BSDQs and the losses that Indy Hartwell is taking, like like Carlo said, it's like a wrestling purgatory. They started building her up and then just busted her back down. To me, that just seemed pointless. The main event of NXT, the Braun Breaker versus Gender. I loved this match up until the end, and like Carlo said, I agree with him completely. I think Braun really kind of just left this outside of the ring he he really didn't bring it and honestly anybody that was watching closely could tell you that gender did bring it and he had Braun breaker beat as far as smackdown goes really wasn't a big fan of anything that really went on on smackdown none of it was bad it was just kind of okay mode and that's really kind of my thoughts for the week if anybody else has anything they want to add on to it Please feel free. Oh, I had a couple. I had a couple more things. I was just thinking, um, like the whole Brock Lesnar and versus almost like what the hell? Like what is even that for? Like I, I like I like Brock Lesnar. You know, I've been enjoying what he's been doing and everything. And like, what this match? Like, what is the purpose of this match? Like, I cannot stand almost. Like he, like I said before, he is not a wrestler. He is just a big guy that comes in there and throws people around. <laughs> You know, I don't understand the purpose of that match. And like, that's, in the, huh? That's the part where that's the part where that's where that's where we're saying like it feels like Vince McMahon's back because that 
that match is a total Vince McMahon match. The Vince almost versus Brock Lesnar, and and Vince is a big fan of Omos. Like this, that match has Vince McMahon written all over it. Yeah, I just I just saw no purpose in that. And then I was going to say, too, about Sammy and uh, KO getting back together. Like, I was disappointed, which I know everybody's talking about, you know, slow burn. They got to build it back up, you know, because he did say he was he was through with him and everything. But I was like, oh, yeah, when they was in the ring together, I was like, oh, yeah, Sam and KO. But then it was like, nope, not going to happen. So I was like, but, you know, it's, they said they're building up, you know, so it's be Sammy and KO versus the Usos. So that's, you know, at, at, it's supposed to be at WrestleMania is what I've heard. So I think that would be that's going to be a pretty good match right there. But you know, I still like the fact that Jay was is like kind of on Sammy's side still. But you know, he ultimately that's his brother. You know, but I would love to see um, Jay go up against Roman. I think that would be an ultimate match right there because you know they had the problem before. You know, when he was doing Jay the way he was before when he was trying to get him to join him. And Jimmy didn't want him to join him, and then he did. But now Jimmy's all for Roman, and Jay's back on the side again. So I'm just like, I'm just curious, like, really to see where they're all going with this. But, you know, but, you know, it's just the, this wrestling, you know, you got to let it build the storyline and everything. But, oh, and the Dominic thing, I'm sorry, y'all seem to like it, but I hate it. Every time I see him, I just want to smack him across his face. I mean, that means, that means he's doing his job. <laughs> but I mean, like Ray, like Ray needs to just beat the hell out of him. Like, I mean, really, like this is your kid, and you're letting your kid just come and just get in your face and hit you and all that and knock you out. Nah, man, slap him. And like Santos Escobar, it was like he did. He posted a thing on Twitter. It was like smacking and talking about respect your papa and all this like for real respect him man you don't like ray just needs to beat the shit out of dom well i mean that's all i gotta say <laughs> no no heather it's okay i'm actually with you on the dominic no i'm, I'm laughing because I, I know i know when vader from wish and the real machine listen to this podcast they're gonna laugh because that's what yeah because that's what uh, NWO Machine is trying to say. Oh, Carlos and, and, and Vader have heat right now because I love Dominic. And they, he's, they're on your side. So you're in the majority. But again, I, I'm going I'm I'm to root for my Hispanic stars. But again, I love what he's doing. Again, just seeing where he was and how bad he was. And this is, you know, I like seeing him find his own. But I definitely, I, again, I, I definitely want to see him get his ass kicked, though. But I do enjoy what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, and without further ado, we're going to get into the AEW programming for the week. On Dynamite, uh, for the All-Atlantic Championship, Orange Cassidy defeats Wheeler Yuta. The Acclaimed beats the team of Lee Moriarty, Big Bill. Soraya defeats Sky Blue. In the Battle Royal, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett win. And then John Moxley defeats Evil Uno. Rampage, the Young Bucks defeat Ozzy Open. Tony Storm defeats Willow Nightingale. Lance Archer takes on a jobber job. That went pretty quick. And then main event, Sammy Guevara defeats Action Andretti. So we started with Carlos last time. Uh, Heather, do you have any thoughts about this week for uh, AEW? 
Okay, I'm trying to gather my thoughts after all that. Um, okay, I really liked um, Rampage, the Young Bucks against. Oh my god, my brain just. Yeah, I really liked that match. I thought it was really good. The action was good. They worked well together. I loved how they kept making each other the team, the their uh, tag partners hit each other because they would like duck down or whatever and move out of the way. I really, I really enjoyed that match. Like just the action and uh, like I said, the working together and everything. Because you know, several times you thought you know the Young Bucks had won, then you thought Aussie Open had won. And it was just like back and forth, back and forth. I really thought that was a great match. And then oh, the Evil Uno and John Moxley match, I thought it was a really good match. Evil Uno did an excellent job showing, you know, what he was made of. He, you know, the whole thing, like he got busted open and everything. And then, of course, his mask got ripped. But he did not give up. He was just like showing everything that he, like I said, that he was made of. He put on the hell of a fight, against, especially against John Moxley, you know, the wild man, <laughs> the wild thing. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really good match. And but I, I'm like so over Soraya and Tony Storm with the heel shit. I know it just started, and you, y'all know I don't like the heels anyway. But I'm glad that Ruby is going at wanting to go after the the, the title. But you know that's really all I can think of right now because my mind's kind of after that technical difficulties, which is sad. Maybe I can come up with something later. But yeah, that's what I got to say right now. <laughs> all right, thank you, Heather. Carlos, go for it, buddy. All right, so before I get into um to into Rampage and into Dynamite, I just really want to give a quick shout out. If you don't usually watch AEW Dark, go back and watch this week's, and especially for the Emi Sakura versus Billy Starks match. If you're a fan of women's wrestling and just wrestling in general, those the women actually absolutely tore the house down with their match. And again, I just really want to just really just encourage you guys. And even even um, the main event of that show, Trent and uh, it was I think it was Trent and Tony Nice. They had a really good main event as well. Again, so again, you know, if, if you're a fan, if you, again, if you're a fan of wrestling, like Christopher, you talk about watching a lot of wrestling too. If you don't usually watch Dark, I really suggest going back and watching that main event again. It was just really well done. And again, I think those are the moments as us as fans got to do is when we see great wrestling, no matter what it platform it's on or what show it is, shout it out, you know, because I think all of us enjoy a good match. And that was an amazing match. The Dynamite goes, first of all, let's, you know, let me give a shout out to, to Scissor, to Scissor Zona as they, as they, as they chanted themselves during the uh, Acclaim match. And again, you know, like Triple H talked about it last week during the press conference for WWE, you know, the crowd, the crowd to me was the star of the show for, for, for um, Dynamite and Rampage. So again, when AEW, has that kind of energy it's going to make the show much better and i hope i hope that the fans bring that energy to the shows i'm going to in Odin, san francisco and i think i'm gonna to go to rampage too on friday because i'm gonna be in town but also then next wednesday at, in in sacramento because I, I really want sac to bring the energy because i want us to keep getting dynamites and ra- dynamite shows but to start i think orange cassidy and real Yuta was a great opener the phoenix crowd brought the energy like i said i love how hard how hard hitting the match was wheeler you does definitely become one of my favorite wrestlers too and again, for me, I like I like the little the little heel suggestions are given. And again, shout out to Claudio. I mean, he he wasn't even in the match, but just how much he added to the match with going down there and slapping Yuta. And then uh, to like he wouldn't let Yuta um, shake hands with with Orange Cassidy in the end. Again, I just I just love that intensity that the Blackpool Combat Club ha- has. And again, it just I think they just add something for wrestling that again, like the you know they're not bad guys yet, but they're those guys that fans want to root for. And again, for me, like I want to just say this again, I hope Orange Cassidy is going to get a spot on Revolution because I think he's been doing so much for Dynamite over the past couple months. And again, it's, and again, I know, you know, sometimes there's only so many 
so many spots that to me, like he deserves to be sh- showcased on their pay-per-view for what he's done to carry that brand. And he's been an original with them from the very beginning. I, you know, I like the promo with Jericho and Starks. I like, you know, Ricky's mannerisms and expressions. And again, we know what's going to happen, but at the same time, it was just, it was just a different turn. Like, cause you know, Jericho is a narcissist and Ricky Starks getting him to like, be like, well, I'm moving on, you know, you don't want to have a match with me and just, and getting him to like, you know, like get, you know, ban the, ban the rest of the JS from ringside during his match. Again, I just, I just love that kind of stuff. And it just, just falling into, you know, just, just, again, that's just good storytelling in my opinion. You know, Stokely halfway looking like a member of the Black Panthers was cracking me up <laughs> during during his whole time on uh, on Dynamite. You know, it's like you know the, the Shivani's time to scissor. You know, was really I thought that was a really great line. You know, I love the scissor and again. I, it's just great when the announcers get to have fun with the crowd. I love the Christian Jungle Boy segment. You know, Jungle Boy had been hesitant to give the Twincherito shot to um, to Christian was great because I think in the end, you know, just storybook telling long term. You know, I think eventually, you know, he does give him that concerto at Revolution if that's where they fight and eventually gets the win over him. The pro with MJF and, and Brian Dennison was excellent. And again, it's like nothing's off limits with MJF. And I, I think it's good that he keeps it twofold. So, you know, like there's nothing off limits when it comes to him attacking t- attacking people. But I think it's also good that he's fair with himself and nothing nothing's off limits. And he's and again, I guess it's real that him and his fiance broke up. And again, just talking about that and how he tied it into um tied it into the card was just really good and again there's been rumors that that brie bella might be at the pay-per-view on sunday so again i and i just love you know the whole thing because to me i want to see danielson win but i also wouldn't mind seeing um seeing you know mjf win early by concussing him you know just falling into that storyline you know like there's a lot they could do with that so again and again it was just and again it's like that came out of nowhere and again it was just a really well it was really well said and again it just really made you think about you know all that Brian Danielson is is sacrificing because of his love for wrestling and what he wants to give the fans. Again, I you know I've I've said it already on here that you know I'm a big I'm a big I'm a big fan of Jeff Jarrett and what he's doing, and so I think that him and G Lethal, Jay Lethal, I love I love I like that they're going to be there. I get like that I get to see them. I I love how him and I love how Jay Lethal and Jarrett were just working together during the tag match. Again, that storytelling, you know them them holding off in the corner, letting everyone else do the dirty work, them working as a team because I think that's again. I think as fans, sometimes we question things like it's a tag team battle royal. Why aren't you working with your partner? And again, they just show that that simple psychology of it. You know, hey, we're a tag team. We should be working together to last. And again, for me, you know, everybody keeps everybody keeps saying it's going to be they think it's going to be FTR. I think it's going to be Darby Allen and Sting that are going to be the winners of the Casino Battle Royal next week or the, the tag team Casino Battle Royal. And I, 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 I think Sting and Darby are going to win the tag titles of Revolution, but we'll get more into that next week. And again, I you know, I like how Phoenix walked the ropes to eliminate to eliminate Rouge. That was electrifying. The elimination of Dante by the Butcher was really awesome. And again, I, I love me some Trent Beretta. I think, um, and I hope he's gonna get the bowling thing on my next Saturday, going to next Saturday. But I just I love Trent being the last one. And then Jerry and Lethal again are gonna be there next week. And the Mox you know, match was really cool. Again, if, 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 if I was and I put this on Twitter, if I was if I was hanging out Adam Page, I would I would have challenged John Mossy to a, to a first blood match. <laughs> at AEW Revolution because he would have been guaranteed a win. And again, I, I like the blood and him squeezing, but again, I didn't really see the point of Moxley bleeding for 60 seconds. But again, I, but again, and again, it just for me, it was, even though I knew even Uno was going to lose, like I just really like seeing one of the original guys that had been there from the beginning. And again, Dark Order was such a big presence when I first started watching. I started, I started watching AEW when Brody Lee first got there and stuff. So just seeing 
seeing seeing them be featured again is it, it makes it makes my heart feel warm, you know. And I thought that was really good. And, it's, and again, guys like Ivo Uno, they deserve those opportunities. And again, it just it just show that you know Moxie is not going to hold anything back when he goes after Pain and Page at Revolution. As far as Rampage goes, I agree with Heather. The the Aussie Open Young Bucks match was a really good match. And I like I think I like what she was talking about when they had they had the one guy holding his partner in the power driver position and then kick his knee and he gave his he gave his partner the tombstone. I thought that was really good, you know. And again, it's like and I just love the ending. It was great of wrestling, you know. And again, for me, like you know, like Captain Obvious, like we all knew, like you know, the House of Black and Elite were gonna fight, you know. But at the same time, it's still it's still like it's so cool to see him come out there. To me, that the acclaim package that aired, I, I I know they're trying to show that Lethal and the guns are working together. And Jared, but to me, like they could have cut that promo out on Rampage, and they could because again, I think Ozzy opened the Young Bucks should have intros, especially like Ozzy opened a team that's not there. Like I think it would have been really good to reintroduce fans with them as far as seeing them come to the ring and just kind of letting fans get acclimated with them again. And then with the Will Nightingale, I, again, I just mark marks it brings a smile to my face every time I see Will Nightingale on the screen. And her and Tony Storm had a really good match. I wouldn't mind seeing Tony Storm go after Jada Revolution and seeing her. And you know, again, if you're gonna get the heat, I know Heather hates her heels, but I love my heels. You know, have Soraya take the AEW Women's tag, Women's match and, and have Tony Storm take the take the TBS title. You know, if you're gonna go in on it, go in it all the way and just put put both titles on both women. You know, get as, as you know, Bully Ray would say, heat, brother. You know, I like the backstage segment with the firm. And again, I liked how Stokely and and uh, I liked how, you know, not Stokely, but Matt Hardy and, and Isaiah took a took a page up for Ricky Starks. And they got, you know, Stokely agrees to a match where, you know, if Matt Hardy loses, he, Stokely Hathaway has to have a match with Hook. So, I, you know, I wrote down, you know, are we going to see the finger poke a doom point 2.0 this week on ramp on that match? I think we might. You know, I love the interview with Mark, Mark Henry, with Daniel Garcia, and Action Andretti, with, with Sammy as well. Da- Daniel Garcia has come a long way, too, and he's another one of my favorite guys on there. That was a fun minute event between Sammy and Action Andretti. Again, I've said it before, Action Andretti, he, for me, like, he's, he's like that. He just reminds me of like the Brian Pillman of this era, like the guy that good looking baby face that does high flying that you just that you just want to see him every week on your TV. And I, think, I don't think he was harmed by the loss. And I definitely think Sammy needed that win after the losses he's been taking. Thank you, Carlos. Just a few thoughts as far as AEW from me. You guys pretty much covered it. Orange Cassidy versus Yuta, that was definitely a great physical match. Yuta definitely did awesome. I kind of felt like the Soraya versus Sky Blue match was a little bit too short. There was a mention of the Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny antics of, you know, Jericho and Ricky Starks back and forth. Uh, what did you think about that, Carlos? Like the back and forth, and then the reverse psychology. Oh, I thought it was great. Like I said, it was just—it was just. I thought it was just, you know, like again, like you know. And I think that's where you know we want to point out, like, well, duh, it's so obvious. But again, if you look at it, like Jericho's a narcissist, and of course he's he's going to want. Well, why don't you want me to find me anymore? I thought it was great, and I, that's a good analogy of it. You know, I, I love that whole segment. I thought it was really good. And kudos to both those guys. And again, just and again, just Ricky's Ricky's facial expressions, like that is like Rose. That is exactly like that because his facial expressions through the whole thing was priceless. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Leave it. Leave it to the mind of my brother to bring that analogy up. The battle royal. I actually I enjoyed it for the same exact reasons that you did, Carlos. I love the fact that it was Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, and it really caught my eye that those two were working so well together throughout the match. As far as John Moxley versus Evil Uno, this was an absolutely brutal killer match. They killed it. I loved it. 
a little bit later when we get into the top 10, you're going to hear some different things from me that you probably would have never expected. Anyways, as far as Rampage goes, Young Bucks versus Ozzy Open, that, that was a good match. I wasn't that big of a fan of the Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. I don't think they did Will Nightingale any kind of justice. I think she's so much more talented than they're showing. The Lance Archer versus Jobber, that really just seemed unnecessary to me. Why even put that in there? We already knew what the outcome was going to be. Lance Archer isn't somebody that's just going to be a pushover when he walks in the ring. We know that. And then the Sammy versus Andretti. I thought it was an excellent match, even with the JAS's interference. I just, I loved everything they did with it. I agree with what you said, too, like, about the really quick about the whole Lance Archer thing. I didn't, I didn't, I don't get the point. Like, again, they're, like, if you're going to, like, if you're going to have them on TV, like, at least throw, at least throw them in the revolution battle, like, the, you know, the, you know, what is it, the, what they call it, the head of the revolution or whatever it is, the revolution battle royal is happening on Dynamite. Like, if you're going to bring him back for, 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 you know, all of a sudden, at least throw, face of the revolution battle royal, ladder match, at least throw him in the ladder match. I just didn't get that at all. Yeah. And again, and having him beat a job, like, what was the point of that? I mean, no damn sense. Because he, because he went and complained last week on Twitter, so Tony had to make him happy. You know, like, that's what it was. <laughs> and that's what it was because he, he made a, he made a comment about how he hasn't been on TV and his boots are just sitting there or something like that. So now, now he all of a sudden gets brought back. I mean, what is that going to do anybody? <laughs> yeah, that if if that was the resolution to it, then that was no resolution at all. Oh, okay, about that match right there. Like, if you, uh, that's one thing I'll never understand. If you bring him back. And they want to fight. Let them freaking fight. Like, why do you just got to put them in there with some little nobody? And then, oh, well, it's obvious. Squash match over with. I mean, I just, I never understand that myself. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like, they want a match. Let them have a match. Let them fight. Don't just, like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to me, it, made, it would have made sense. Like, okay, like, next week on Dynamite, have Lance Archer fight Brian, Brian Nelson, you know, and, and, have, and then have MJF Payton to come back as one last person to take them out. Now that would make more sense. I, I would have loved to see that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. But instead, what you're we, listening Tony Khan. <laughs> and, instead, <laughs> instead what we got was a waste of TV time and talent time. I don't know. Those, those things kind of always bother me. back it's time for us to give our top 10 for the week and then we'll follow it up with the shout outs we only have a couple of people that are actually prepared for this top 10 so uh without further ado mr carlos let's hear it all right so my top 10 so for number 10 i had action andretti my number nine was ivy nile number eight was baron corbin and number seven was trick williams number six was wheeler yuda number five was ozzy open Number four was Jimmy Uso. Number three was Dominic Mysterio. Number two was MJF. And number one was Emi Sakura. I, again, I really encourage everybody to watch the match. And before we get further, as we were told by our by our by one of our, our partners, again, congratulations, John Moxley, on your 100th win. We forgot about that. Again, I guess all the blood kind of distracted us from that. But I, I know, especially how we're all fans of John Moxley. Again, congrats on win number 100. So he's, I like, guess, 1A. <laughs> all righty i guess i will go ahead and get to my top 10 now my number 10 was jay lethal and jeff jarrett wow Woo! yep my number nine trick williams number eight 
The Young Bucks. Number seven, Tony D'Angelo. Number six, Willer Yuta. Number five, Shayna Baszler. Number four, Asuka. Number three, Seth freaking Rollins. Number two, making my list for the first time, Evil Uno. And number one, I can't believe I'm saying this, Jonathan Moxley. Yay! <laughs> I was kind of expecting that. Now we'll get to the uh, shout out. Heather, you want to go ahead? I don't, really don't have any specific ones, but it's just like to everybody that always listens and supports. And that I just want to thank all y'all. Just y'all know who you are. I've given you shouts out before. And especially to all, to you, William, Carlos, and John, y'all are the most awesome people I know. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Oh, thank you for being part of this Welcome, team. Thank you. We love you. All right, Carlos. Um, first, I know you'll probably give a shout out, but again, I just a shout out to our fellow podcaster, Ken, Mr. Okay, Mr. Gentleman, um, who's been listening to us all week. And again, I mean, to the whole show, he's a big fan of wrestling. So again, Ken, just thank you for, for the support. Um, you're definitely a fan of our podcast and we're a fan of yours as well. I want to give a big shout out to Ted Hillbilly Hill. Please, you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, um, Ted's off Twitter right now, just for his own, you know, he just was, he wasn't pushing the negativity. And again, um, let's just make sure that we're still supporting him and giving him some love with this podcast every week. It gets released every week. The, the Hill podcast to Hibbley Hill. Um, a big shout out to him. You know, he's, he's always been a big supporter of our show and he's, and I know he still is, you know, and again, I just want to, I just want to just really shout him out to Hibbley Hill, you know, and just, you know, get, make sure that we, you know, just he's not on Twitter. Let's not get him, let's not, you know, lose our support and love for him. You know, he, he's, he does a great podcast every week. And, you know, let's keep giving him that love and supporting him. And then again, also a big shout out to Vader from Wish and NWO Machine, who again gave our podcast some love. And our other partner, Brian Atkins, you know, um, you know, big, you know, the hype, big shout out to him. You know, he shot us on up on his tap out talk as well. And, I'll, you know, that's it. You know, and again, all, everyone I know, John, I mean, I know you'll probably mention everyone who tuned in this week. Again, everybody who supports us, you know, just thank you. And again, for me, like, you know, you know, Heather, again, what you said, you know, like we are a family. And, and that's one thing I'm grateful for, you know, is that, you know, that John's, you know, brought us all closer and together. And we all doing this together. And again, no matter what, you know, Twitter can be fickle, you know, sometimes with wrestling. But I'm just glad that I have so many awesome people in my life that make this, that make it such a fun experience for me. And I'm just really grateful to have you guys all as part of my family. So thank you guys all. And again, I love you all. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Carlos. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to go ahead and give my recognition to the team and to everybody who listens to us. Thank you so much. Like they said, they pretty much took all the words out of our mouths. There's, there's not much more I can say about it. It's, it's cool to be part of this. I did talk to John and he gave me his shout outs for the week. So we're going to start off with Ken, Mr. Gentleman of the Mr. Gentleman podcast, uh, Rosie Blue Eye, Jason Cross, Carolina at Carol Bucks, Christopher at C Denver 29, Marcy at Partane Marcy, and BuzzTube TV at BuzzTube Tube. Thank you to Libsyn for hosting this podcast and providing it to every available audio platform. Go visit our website at www.wrestlingfansinsight.com to find us on your favorite audio platform. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Ghana, YouTube, and more. 
If you like our podcast and want to be notified of our latest releases, please subscribe on our page, WrestlingFansInsight.com, or whichever audio platform you listen on. While you're at it, if it's possible, please give us a five-star rating and review. We'd be happy to read your review on future recordings. You can follow and interact with us on Twitter. My handle is at William Hoppy 8 Carlos? So my personal Twitter is at C to the LOS 77. And also my nonprofit, you can reach me there at Conquer the No. Thank you guys. Heather? It's uh, Bama Girl underscore the number four underscore easy a Bama Girl forever. If you're on Facebook, look for our group, The Fans of Pro Wrestling. And lastly, if you'd like to leave us a text message or feedback on our voicemail, our number is 1-385-367-4772. We hope you enjoyed this week's program, and we'll be back next Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Twitter Space. Be safe, be kind, and have a great week. <laughs>